Hello and welcome to HearthCast, a podcast about the world of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. Coming up in this episode, Twitch Prime rewards and how to use them, another episode of Fly on the Wall, and how we feel about the recent Blizzard additions. So hey there for Recklface. Hey there, Root. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. I decided to uh, sell off some of my pets. You sold out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. sold off some of my pets. Were they duplicates or they like duplicates. rare ones? Yeah. yeah, they're dupes for the most part. I did uh, kind of a weird thing in Auction House. I don't think you'd approve of it. You undercut yourself. No. Oh, okay. Uh, now, these were pets that were not being sold uh, in the Auction House currently. But I was being told by, you know, the Undermine Journal and a WoW auction that they went for a pretty high price. So, so you listed them low? Um, yes. Okay. But, so first of all, I tried to do the buyout at the typical price that it said it sells for, and it kept coming back. Now, I could have kept relisting them, and I decided to see how much they actually went for. So I put them up for bid. Oh. And that was it. I put like 10 pets up for a bit of a gold. Wow, okay. For 48 hours. How, how'd you make out on that? Um, Pretty well. Some of them went for about, um, I would say, half to two-thirds of the listed price. It felt more fun this way. Do you get email notifications every time someone outbids, or do you just see what your current price no, is? No, no, you yeah. don't get any notifications. You just no. have to go into the auction house and look at your current yeah. auctions and see what the current bid is? Oh, yeah, That's you interesting. Do. Yeah. What I liked about it, I liked watching the number go up. I liked... Even if it went for less than what I thought it would, then I would say to myself, well, I don't mind someone else getting a good deal if it's something that they want. Plus, if you have three of them. Yeah, what am I going to do with that? Yeah, no big yeah. deal. You can't make three of it. Well, you could make them all on one team, but sometimes it's pointless. So I thought it was interesting, you know, to go against what you're supposed to sell it at. You know, you get all this advice, you know, see what, the, what a certain item is selling it for and to like not undercut that price, but... It just wasn't worth it to me to sit there and try for three weeks to get a particular price on it. Well, I don't disapprove of that, uh, that method. No? So I'm not, no, I'm not angry at all. Pets are very finicky to sell. They really are. Because it's not yeah. something you need. You know, it's different if I were to undercut, uh, you know, silk or ore or something like that that people are just going to buy up just to use. But people are only buying the pets because they want them. So a pet is only as good as how much somebody wants it for. Yeah, it's a good idea. I like the bid. I probably would have started the bid at more than one gold. What would you have started as? Probably 10% of the offer of what I thought it would go for is what I'd probably started at. So if I thought it was going for, you know, 10,000 gold, I probably started my bids at 1,000 gold. I mean, it still went up. And that's the thing. Like, somebody's going to look at it and go, whoa, there's this pet up there for a gold. And guess what? They're going to be anxiously watching that. Yeah, but the problem is not enough, I don't think. That, that's my fear. So my fear is, like, if I started off at a gold, yes, it's going to draw some, some attention, but only for people who are looking for those pets. So I don't think I'd have enough because the problem is you're not going to have someone come in and go, yeah, this is listed for gold. It's worth 1,000 gold or 10,000. We'll say 10,000. It's worth 10,000 gold. So... A good deal for me would be 5,000 gold, so I want to put 5,000 gold on this. No, they're going to put two gold on it to see how much of a good deal they can get. Ah, see, you think that, but that, that actually did happen. Really? Because I watched the price jump up. I had a pet that I put up for a starting bid of one gold and ended up selling for 75,000 gold. Holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow. I had six more that went up to 15,000. 75,000 gold? Yeah. What pet was that? Do I have it? I don't remember. My problem is with the pets that I have, you've given me some, and I can't, yeah. I can't, I, I just can't no. bring myself to sell them. <laughs> and I know some of them are worth some, some decent change, and I'm like, yeah, but Fred gave me that pet. That means I can't ever, <laughs> ever sell it. Well, there's a really cool add-on called a Pet Journal Enhanced, and this is what I used to find it. So it adds a bunch of filters to the pet journal. Okay. So you can go and you can filter out um, the pets by the quantity. So you can say, show me all of the rare pets that I have two or more of that are tradable. What's the name of this add-on? Pet Journal Enhanced. I got to get this because I'm going yeah. to see what I can sell. I want more gold. 
Because otherwise, without using it, you spend a lot of time going through that pet journal. Because I've done a lot of pet battling where I captured a lot of wild pets. And those take up a lot of your journal. You know, the ones that you capture all around. And you can't trade those. So when you go to see, okay, what can I sell? Being able to filter out by where I got this from yeah, it makes a lot really faster. helps. I know it's not in there, but I'm going to have to like write the author and say, hey, can we put a filter in there that I can exclude pets to not appear up in the filter? Oh, like specific ones? Yeah. yeah. So then the ones you gave me, I'll just exclude from the filter. I'll call it my freckle freckle phase <laughs> list. Freckle filter. Yeah. The freckle, freckle filter. filter. <laughs> <laughs> they have that for Snapchat now, you know. It actually adds freckles to your face. Oh, really? No, I made I it up. Okay. Because <laughs> I know you get mad at all the all the filters that, that take away your freckles. I do. Like, don't blur out my freckles. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. You're blurring out me. The quote, the, the beauty face ones. Like, yeah. Oh, stop. Yeah. It's not how my skin looks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, I want, it'd be cool if it would just filter out some. You could add them yeah. to a list. Like, maybe maybe your favorites. Like, filter out my favorites. Don't list my favorites. And I'll just add all those. Because, of course, those are my favorites. So, cool. I'm going to have to get that out on. Yeah. Now, speaking of pets, we also went on some pet runs, you and I, which I thought was really fun. You know, we we try to play together at least once a week. And this week, I just I was just not feeling going in a dungeon. No, you weren't. You weren't no, having it. I was uh-uh. not having it. No time walking. No, no time walking. Well, it wasn't time walking week, but <laughs> we were trying to, oh, it was Mythic Dungeon. That's what it was. And we did one. And I said, I don't want to do this anymore. So we ran really old raids for pets. And that was a lot of fun. No, it was we got we got we got tilted because we did the one with the tank, and then he queued us up for a regular mythic, not one of the a regular oh, dungeon, true. not yeah. a mythic dungeon. And then like the, after the first pull, he left. And yeah. We're like we're like we're like dude, oh, now we we got the deserter buff, and then we we just got tilted, and then we went on raiding for leeches. We did an ice crown a couple times. Yeah. I'm glad I finally figured out the pattern of where to go for that raid. It took me a while. I'd always get lost when it's time to go to the Lich King. Uh, yeah, that was fun because I went. We were going to the Alliance side, and I reconfigured how uh, my actually I like it better now too. Where because I have an AOE, it's like a swipe, and I had it set up differently because I really don't use that in my normal rotation. So it's on an awkward place in my in my G13 configuration. But I moved it around just for the fact that we were running around in these low-level dungeons, and you can just AOE swipe everything, and everything just dies. So I moved around to something a little more common. I like it there. I, I use it more now, which probably lowers my DPS, but it's more fun. <laughs> I actually do a lot more DPS when I AOE. Well, I'm, play, you, I'm playing as an arcane mage. Yeah, you also yeah, went AOE, and worked yeah. on your rotation a little bit over the training dummies, too. Yeah, that was one thing. One of the reasons why I wanted to stop raining dungeons that night is because when we went to that mythic dungeon... I realized I was doing okay DPS when we had a group of mobs, and I was just doing AOE. And as soon as we had a single target, uh, single target, it was just terrible. Mm. And I realized I was supposed to be paying attention to um, like an energy type resource, basically uh, my arcane charges. And at first, I thought my interface that I used shadow unit frames, I thought that it wasn't showing it. So I, I loaded the game without it, and then I could clearly see, okay, there's bubbles for my arcane charges. Then I was trying to find a different add-on that gave me, like, a visual effect when I had the charges up, and that wasn't working, so I kept on reloading the game. And then I looked at it again and realized that, yeah, the shadow unit frames does show it. I just didn't know where to look for it. Ah, okay. And then once I knew where to look for it and I started paying attention to that bar and only casting certain spells when the bar was full, I did way better. So I need to work with you on um, weak auras because I had that same problem, close to that same problem. I knew where my resources were loading up, but it's on my nameplate, my health bar. So I am watching me, not my environment. That's true. So then when I worked with shadow, or sorry, with weak auras, now that same information is presented to me graphically at my eye level. So I'm able to pay attention to everything going on around me, and I still know where that resource is and how many, how many of those charges I have. Yeah, honestly, I'm not going to be able to use weak auras or tell me when unless I have someone to guide me through it. Absolutely, 100%. I, just, yep. I load it up, and I'm like, I this is way too much stuff going on that I, I don't understand. Your it. comment was great. It doesn't just work? 
No, it doesn't meet the Hearthcast <laughs> requirement for a good add-on. It doesn't just work. No. <laughs> oh, what other dungeons did we run? We uh, started to run Blackwing Lair. Yeah, that was turned out to. <laughs> it was wrong. We weren't we in the right the place. Wrong, wrong place. Uh, although we did figure out how to get that boss down, the one we had to uh, control Razor Gore. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just <laughs> killing him, we did that like three times. Like Insta died. Like Insta wow, died. Like, we're dead. What? What happened? <laughs> Uh, we did Blackwing Descent, yes. which is the correct dungeon, and uh, Bashing to Twilight. Yeah, that was a fun one. And Dragon's Soul gave us some hiccups. Yeah, the Spine of Deathwing. Spine of Deathwing. Yeah, we, we need to figure, figure it out. Yeah, it's a dance you got to do. I just need to watch. There's some videos out there for two people doing uh, Spine of Deathwing. We yeah, just need to watch being, those. being 110 gives you no advantage over that. No, no, no. It's like, roll to the left, roll to the right. Okay, we're here. Okay, we're. It's like, we understand the pattern. We understand the mechanic. There's just there is something we're missing, and we haven't figured that out yet. Because what we're missing is we'll have the amalgamation running around getting the bloods, and then before we can kite him up to the front, he'll either despawn or blow up, but not go nuclear, because he won't get enough of the bloods on him. Yeah. So we just got to figure that little part out. It's probably for something very simple we're missing. Well, other than running raids with me, what else have you been doing? Missions. Missions, missions, missions galore. So you know part of our quest line in Argus is to, first of all, raise the item level of all of our, our followers up. But you also get a couple missions that are like these long 12-hour missions that give you a buku amount of, of uh, artifact power. And those are integral to the quest line. You cannot proceed in the quest line unless you do these missions. And in order to do the missions, not only do your characters have to be up to the 950 or whatever it is, but they have to have a particular amount of the little trinkets that they get that re uh, increase the chances of success on the missions. So there's a lot of missions that you can do that give you extra trinkets. And so I've been running crazy trinket missions to get the right trinkets to get... Uh, on my followers so that I can actually run these quest missions, if you will. Which has been fun, but it's a lot of missions. And then uh, one day I was up here in the studio and I decided, I don't know what, it, oh, I know what it was. I wanted to log into the game via Splashtop and I wanted to go to my mission table because I have a, a mission commander add-on that really helps do the missions. And I wanted to see the success percent chance of success that it was going to give me with what I had just uh, accumulated from my followers. So I wanted to put some trinkets on my followers and do the mission. So I logged in and I used my, I was on my Druid and I did my little hearth to the dream grove thing that takes you to where you're supposed to go uh, into uh, the Druid class hall. And I get a message that I haven't seen in probably three months which was Screech message, which Screech, when you hear a Screech in the Dream Grove on a druid, that's part of your hidden appearance. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, I haven't seen what I mean, I actually reported, I, I submitted a ticket because I'm like, something's wrong. I haven't seen this thing in three months. And they're like, no, nothing's wrong. You're still on it. It takes a while. Just be patient. Understand that Splash Top is not something I would recommend playing the game with. It's okay, like, if you want to do missions, like, that's what I used it for exclusively in WAD, was to do the, the mission table and the ship missions, because we didn't have a companion app. The only reason I was going to log into it that day was to go use the mission table with my, uh, the add-on on the missions to get the best out of it. So you were only logging in to do missions and an event triggered. Yeah. you weren't ready to do. Right. So I had to go do that. Now, luckily, it's not that big of a deal. There's no fighting. There's no nothing. Basically, what it says is you hear a screech coming from this location. That's one of the portals in the Dream Grove. You go through the portal. You're in that location. You find a little owl stone or whatever they call it. It looks like a little miniature hearthstone. Well, I say miniature. It's about waist high on a human. So it's sizable. You find that, you click on that, it says, oh, you hear something from behind you, and then you turn around and it leaves, and then you just go back to what you were doing. But it does require you to move around and look. And that, looking is not, a, not an issue. It's the moving around that can be kind of cumbersome because the controls aren't so smooth. So you tend to overcorrect a lot when you're doing it. 
but I was able to complete it. I found it. I went back, and then I I got the hidden artifact, or not hidden artifact, the hidden appearance. So now, in my kitty form, I am a owl cat thing beak. I don't know what I am. <laughs> You've seen it. Yeah, it's a it's, weird hybrid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hybrid. There you I go. What I'm looking at. That's the PC version of it. I am a hybrid. <laughs> I'm environmentally friendly. <laughs> I don't know what I am. You're a mutant. I am a mutant. Yeah. Uh, but I did that. That was cool. It was fun. I am that. I, I like that appearance. So I keep it because not everybody has it. So it's something I can lord over people with. I mean, no, I just like it a lot. So, <laughs> so yeah, I was able to get that, wrap that up, and uh, had a great time, and had really had a fun time running with you. I really, I don't know. It's it's fun. I didn't. It's relaxing. It really is. And every so often you get something really cool that drops. I think out of that, well, you got a t-shirt. Oh, I did. I did. Yeah. I got a the the best in show shirt from Precious. And what's that do again? It gives you a buff that says "best in show" when you're wearing the shirt. <laughs> I think it's Precious's ribbon. Yes, it yeah, is a ribbon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was cool that that actually dropped. Yeah, yeah. So that made the whole time going through there worthwhile. I Definitely. Think. And that's been our week in the Blizzard universe. <laughs> This episode is made possible by all of you. If you like the show, then tell a friend or guildmate about us. It's the number one thing you can do to help us continue to grow the show. Freck, I wanted to talk a little bit about Twitch Prime this week. Uh, Last week, I was able to log into Twitch Prime, and I got two card bags for Hearthstone. Like they cool car bags. Yeah, yeah. One's like a void. The other one's like the light. They're really cool. Prior to that, I've gotten some rewards for Overwatch. And then there was a, a crate for uh, Heroes of the Storm. And I took some screenshots of the card bag and I shared it with some friends. And they're like, where'd you get that? I'm like, well, Twi- Twitch Prime. They're like, well, what's that? So I just want to bring this to the forefront in case somebody doesn't know about this. Because a lot of people have Amazon Prime. And if you have Amazon Prime and you link it to your Twitch account, you have Twitch Prime. It's already, you've already got this. So we kind of wanted to walk people through what to do, how to get it set up, and the benefits of having it. Yeah, I found that to be a little bit confusing because I think before they uh, were bought out or emerged, you used to have Twitch Prime as an extra uh, subscription. So when they would talk about getting you know, a free trial for a month or so, it was you were getting a free trial to Twitch Prime. And now when you see stuff about you know getting a free trial, they're talking about getting a free trial to Amazon Prime. And Twitch Prime is just a benefit of Amazon Prime. So from their official description, I'm just going to read this. Twitch Prime is a premium experience on Twitch that is included with Amazon Prime and Prime Video memberships. Twitch Prime includes games and in-game content, a channel subscription every 30 days at no additional cost to be used on any partnered or affiliate channels, ad-free viewing on Twitch, exclusive emotes, and a chat badge. So if you're doing any kind of Twitch viewing, which I am pretty sure a vast majority of our audience is, you need to have this. You already have it. I mean... Pretty much most people that I speak to have Amazon Prime. Most people I speak to also watch at least one Twitch channel. So combining the two, you get really, really cool stuff. The first thing I want to talk about is a channel subscription. If you are creating content on Twitch, you have your Twitch channel, you're doing stuff on there on a daily basis, weekly basis, whatever it is. You want subscribers. Sure, people can come watch your show for free, but if you have subscribers, you're getting money. You get paid. With Twitch Prime, you can subscribe to a channel. They get money from you at no cost out of your pocket. So it's part of your Twitch Prime membership already. So you subscribe to the channel. They love you to death for it. They sing your praises in the channel. They make you feel like a hero. The caveat is every 30 days that cancels and you need to renew. Now that can get a little awkward. I've been through this. It's awkward. You log back into someone's channel. It's been a month. 
you're supporting them through Twitch Prime. And then you look in there and you're no longer a channel supporter. You're not supporting their channel anymore. So you're like, oh, well, let me click on the, you know, subscribe to this channel again. And it goes through the entire notification process again. It's about, oh, Root has now become a, a, a channel subscriber. <laughs> and they're like, woo, thank And then they go, wait, oh, wait a minute. Weren't you already a subscriber? <laughs> and you go, yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, I don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> and they kind of go, well, that, that's weird. And But thank you anyhow. And so it's really awkward for whoever is the channel host. It's awkward for me. Thankfully, if you look in the settings, there's a way to make that silent. Whereas a Twitch oh, Prime person, good. you can silently yeah. resubscribe to the channel. <laughs> so uh, that was it was awkward. It happened to me with uh, someone we both know. And he's like, oh, man, thanks. But wait a minute. <laughs> I thought you were already subscribed. So you're getting one of these free a month. Yes, but it doesn't auto renew. Okay, so so when you when you get your free channel subscription, you get one every month, and every one that you use only lasts for a month. Correct. So if you want to just support one channel, you can just use your free thing every month to support them every time. Correct. Or if you want to spread it around, you can choose a different channel. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, spread it around if you want to do that, which I, that's what I'm doing right now. I'll spread it around to different people because there's a couple of channels that I like, so I'll support them just through the, the free one. So I'm not going to lie, it took me a little bit to figure out there's a difference between subscribing and following a channel. Ah, right, yep. Yeah, and I've noticed not all channels have the ability to subscribe. No, you don't get it to begin with, and I don't know the particulars about it, uh, but it's something you have to build up an audience first. So yeah. Gotcha. you got to kind of prove that you want to be there and do the things, to do the things, you know. Now, here's the other part of this. You also get Twitch Prime Game Code Redemptions. This is the big thing. This is, well, at least for me, this is where I've gotten the loot crates in Overwatch, the loot crates in uh, Hots, and I've gotten the card backs in um, Hearthstone, and I think there was a pet that we got for a while, but I could be mistaken on that one. But we've gotten some stuff, like Blizzard's well involved with this one. So on the left side of the channel when you're in there, of any Twitch channel page, there's a selection that says free with Prime. Or it might say included with Prime, depending on where you're at. And it's got a list of games and the loot that is included with that subscription. And it's literally as simple as clicking on the game, clicking on the reward, and redeeming the reward. Now, in months past, what used to happen, you would click on reward to claim it. It would give you a code. You would then go to your battle.net account and redeem that code. For instance, when I got the one for Overwatch, well, I don't really play a ton of Overwatch. My son, however, plays a ton of Overwatch. So I gave him that code and he was able to redeem that code. No problems. With the Hearthstone, and maybe it's just the, the way Hearthstone mechanics in that game work, but with Hearthstone, as soon as I redeemed it, I said, okay, the next time you log into Hearthstone, you'll get your reward. Well, I've received codes to, to get free um, card packs from Hearthstone. So I know they do have the ability to generate a code to give you something. So it just sounds like they went away from everyone having the ability to be able to gift different items. It sounds like they want it all to be attached to one account. Yeah, that's kind of what I feel too. I feel that they did get away from the, hey, people are just sharing these codes. So, because if you think about it, well, no, because it doesn't make sense. What I was going with is you think about a lot of parents might have Amazon Prime. And so if you get your mom or dad or your grandparents or whatever, if you use their <laughs> redemptions, uh, then there's still ways around it, I guess. I guess you could still do that. Cause it, it, well, I mean, okay, like if you have um, a husband and wife that are sharing a, an account, one of them plays Overwatch, the other one plays Here's the Storm. And both rewards are available? Yeah. Mm, what are you going to do? Yeah, as opposed to if it's unique to the account, they both need to have an account. You need an arm wrestle for that. That's clear. Yeah, it's, it's just a way to get more people to subscribe, I would think. Or play some version of win it in a minute to see who wins the code. Oh. <laughs> Is that how you settle everything at home, Root? Uh, no. No? No. No. I'm just always right. <laughs> I don't believe you. You don't? No, nope, because you you're don't. still intact. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'll have you know, the night that you and I, it was Tuesday night, and we had our HearthCast gaming session. I got home a little bit later than normal and had to pretty much run right into the uh, the computer room because we, we have we have a 
set on a schedule, and I had to run right in and, and get ready to play. So I was going to be uh, missing dinner. Aw. My wife brought me dinner. She made my plate, and we had, it was a nice dinner. It was steak and scalloped potatoes. She cut my steak because she knew if I was playing, I couldn't be cutting steak. <laughs> and she reminded me how much she supports what I'm doing. <laughs> so, yeah, that was kind of cool. That's not part of but the Twitch did, Prime Rewards system. <laughs> That's part of the Root Prime you Rewards. You did not get that by asserting that you're right on everything, though. Oh, I no, no, no. That. no. Yeah. Secret of marriage is I'm always wrong. Bottom line. I'm always wrong. And once I've understood that and accepted that, we don't argue. Why? There's no point to argue. No, I'm always argue. wrong. No arguments. So I just want people to know about this Twitch Prime thing. Because a lot of people don't know about it. Now, you've already asserted the fact that, look, if you share an account with your spouse or a significant other, that there might be a little bit of an issue there. However, like I know my father has Amazon Prime, and I know he's not using his Twitch rewards. And I know I could probably get his password. I probably know his password. <laughs> uh, but I could probably walk him through the steps of, re of redeeming some of those rewards if I wanted extra rewards. I'm not saying it's a way to game the system. I'm not promoting that aspect of it at all. But if there are multiple rewards, one uh, in one one time, like there's the HOTS and there's a Overwatch and you wanted both, then there's probably ways to get both. Or other games, because there's plenty of other games out that you can get uh, rewards for. So for more information on how to do all this, head to twitchprime.com. That is where this whole thing starts. That's where you go to link your Twitch account and your Amazon account together. It'll walk you through the steps and the process. It's very simple. It happens very quickly. No pain involved. And that'll set you on your way to claiming all your Twitch Prime membership rewards. And hey, folks, if you are an Amazon Prime member, you can help out our show simply by using the URL hearthcast.com slash Amazon to make your Amazon purchases. We get a little bit out of every dollar you spend at no cost to you. So thank you. I'm just a fly on the wall at Blizzard HQ. I know that ain't much, but wish it was you. Fly on the wall. Sorry, I had my headphones on. Uh, what was that? Something just happened. I, I think a server went down. Are you kidding me? If a server went down in here, we'd hear about it. We have all kinds of system alerts, all kinds of monitoring software. You mean like that? That? Nah, nah, that's just forum notifications. Okay, let's see here. Can't log in. Can't log in. WTF, Blizz. What am I doing wrong? Can't log in. Our server is down for you too? Why can't I log in? Uh, Matt? Yeah, Josie? What's that machine under your desk? Oh, 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 that's the login server. Super important. That's why we keep it under my desk. And is it supposed to be, oh, I don't know, off? What? It's not off. If it was off, I'd know about it because it... Whoa! Yes, Josie? Go home. Cindy, give me network services on the phone. Oh, and Cindy, have security escort Matt off the property. I'm just a fly on the wall at Blizzard HQ. I know that ain't much, but wish it was you. Fly on the Oh. 
So, Franco Face, here recently, Blizzard has given us some additions and some additional software. So we have an app, the Blizzard Chat app, and now we also have the ability to appear offline. Something that you and I have both asked for and the rest of the community have been asking for for years. And I just kind of wanted to talk about that and see how you're feeling about it. We've had it for a week or so, maybe a little less. What are your initial thoughts? I don't really use it a lot. Uh, I have opened it up. Um, I used it when we went to a WoW meetup. I was able to add some on my friends list. Um, you know, right there from my phone instead of having to, you know, copy down a battle tag and wait till I get home and try to remember it. Did you do the QR code port part of it? No, because they didn't have the app with them. Ah, okay. So So you just tell me the battle tag and type it in. Gotcha, okay. I was really excited about that function because that is something, you know, when you meet up that you, you do try to trade those as much as possible usually. And having that ability to do that straight from the phone is really cool. I know you can do it indirectly. I think if you go to the Hearthstone app, I think you can add friends through there. But it's clunky. Takes a long time to load. Now, what it is lacking in is ability in uh, sound options. Yeah, you talk, we're talking about the messenger right now. Yeah. Yeah. I am picky about my phone. Almost every app has a silent notification. Okay. That it will light up the screen, it will show me notification in the uh, bar, but it does not make a sound. Because most things, except for texting... Or certain chat apps, I just don't need to be interrupted to see it. I'm on my phone often enough so that every other notification, if I'll see it within 10 or 15 minutes. It's not a big deal. Now, the Battle.net app doesn't have a way to change what your notification is. Mm. And that bothers me. Is it has its own noise that I, I don't care for. And there's no way just to tell it, use my default notification. So it has a noise and it vibrates. I do have this problem also with the Legion app where it doesn't let me turn on the vibrate. And I know that could be solved if I had a different phone where I was was able to pick uh, what apps vibrated. But I don't. So I don't particularly care for apps that vibrate and can't change vibration. I'm with you. If you're going as a developer, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not, this I can speak from from personal experience. I've developed apps for both Android and uh, Apple phones. <laughs> iPhones. I can't think of the yeah. name. <laughs> so when you're doing a notification portion of it, it is not that much more work to have that notification be something that is user selectable. The library is already there if you're using any of the um, IDEs. You just drag that selection library in there and you're done. Now, it's going to be different for every phone, like you said, but that selection library is the same for all phones. So that kind of discourages me. And when they come out with a new game or, you know, the, even the Battle.net client, I'm usually pretty hopeful that they will make continuous improvements to it, that there'll be quality of life things that are updated, some of them that you think, oh, finally, and some of the... Some of them that you think, I didn't know I needed this. But those come so few and far between with our other apps. You know, we get this new one for the Battle.net chat, and I pretty much think, okay, this is as good as it's going to get. So whatever bothers me about it, I just need to get used to it bothering me. Well, see, we're used, here's the thing, Blizzard has a little bit of a problem. Blizzard iterates. They make good improvements on their game. So when we look at a game like any of their games, really, they make them better all the time. Heroes of the Storm 2.0 was a massive improvement over Heroes of the Storm, what it used to be. WoW's been around 10 years, StarCraft even longer. So when you look at these well-polished games and stuff, that is kind of like the level we expect to get from Blizzard. And then, see, I firmly believe that they have a, uh, they farm it out. They subcontract their app development. I really believe that they do because I don't think it's their same standard. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, if that's the case, they need to find somebody else. They really do. I mean, the this, this stuff works, and it looks pretty, and it does a lot of what I wanted to do, but it just, 
it's just lacking in some basic stuff. You know, how long have we been saying, oh, it'd be great if we're able to get a notification on the WoW Armory when our auction sold? It'd be wonderful to get that. Yeah. I haven't done it. No. It's been around for years. That's the other thing I think they suffer from, and that is that once they have developed something and put it out there, oh, well. They don't, it's, it's kind of like a side project. So if it's, if it is an internal project, that's a side project for a team. And they're going to say, well, we can either develop more content for this game yeah. or we can go work on the app a little bit. That's, right. that's the choices we have right now. So we're in the lull, so let's go work on the app a little bit. And then you get, you know, you get leftovers. Yeah. And now we're looking at, now we have three different apps for, for one game. <sighs> it's getting crazy. So... It's a little bit much. It's bloated. My my World of Warcraft folder on my phone is getting larger and larger. It's like, <laughs> why do I have so many little apps for one game? I have yeah. Legion Companion app. I have the uh, the WoW Armory. Now I have the Battle.net, although you could argue that the Battle.net isn't just for World of Warcraft. It's for any Battle.net game. But, yeah. Have you used offline mode? No. I have messed with it. Okay. Uh, you and I did some experimenting because I wrote a little uh, add-on that alerts me when you log in in particular. <laughs> uh, it plays a, it plays uh, some sounds when you log in. That way I know you logged in and I haven't missed your login. I know I can, I, I'm Johnny on the spot. Hey, how you doing, Brad? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably telling a little bit of myself that I have that add-on. <laughs> but now I've noticed it's hit or miss. We were experimenting with it the other day. And one, like when it first came out, I you you were online in the chat and you went online into um, Hearthstone and then you came online in WoW and I believe it alerted me. But the other day when you and I were playing, it did not alert me. And it was one of those things where I was like, well, I wonder when Freck's coming on. And then I finally looked at my friends list and you'd been sitting in Dalaran for I don't know how long. Which makes me think that was because since I had the app uh on and logged into the app, it just continually showing me as online. Yeah, even that's though, what I think was happening. Yeah, and even though in my mind, I had closed the app and closed the desktop launcher, so therefore I was logged out. So it's kind of odd. Yeah, I need to go back and look at my app and see if if I can tweak it to say when you just come on and wow or something. Yeah. I don't know. Now, the reason why I haven't used the offline mode, and, and we had discussed this a few months ago, I had, I had gotten away from feeling like it's something that we needed because... I think it can be, well, let me rephrase that. I, I got away from thinking it's something I needed because I think it's an easy pitfall to get into of staying offline until you see someone else come online. And I think if a lot of people start doing that, it's going to feel like nobody is online when actually <laughs> most people are. Well, there's some limitations to it. Like your guildies will still see you. Your guildie, you still show up in your guild roster. Sure. So there are, you aren't invisible. You're not walking around the server and nobody can see you. It's your other battle.net friends who aren't in your guild who are going to yeah. see you as offline. Well, now that I say that, there's one scenario that I could think would be useful. And that's if you have a particular alt that you don't want people to know that you have. Because it is a little bit concerning that when, uh, by having uh, someone on your friends list, they can theoretically see all of your alts because they're all attached to your account. You can see that when you uh, see your friends list and you see who's online, you see their name, you also see what character they're playing. So all that data is there, all of their alts' names. I can see wanting to have one tune that you might not want people to know that's you. Now, I talked earlier about putting those pets up for bid. Yeah. Uh, when I did that, I switched to another character. And I don't think it actually worked, but I went in the trade chat and went, oh, look, some idiot put this pet up for bid. <laughs> no, that <laughs> works. Cool. People know you're doing it, but it works. Yeah. It'll, it'll get the the newbies. <laughs> so there might be times when I'm friends with people and I want to go and sell something in a different account. Yeah. You know. Other than that, I'm a little bit concerned about it getting overused. So here's what I think. I, I do believe that it does have the potential to be abused and overused, as you state. I am waiting for, okay, you know right now I have a a serious discontent with the state of media in today's world. Not to get too Well, don't real. we all? <laughs> Here recently there was a horrible, horrible article about uh, Moonguard. Horrible article. Mm -hmm. 
and it got picked up by other people. It's just horrible. But anyhow, take that scenario where that is the level of journalism today, and now you add appear offline. It's not a far stretch for that same journalist, and I use air quotes around that, to say, well, now you can have a secret fetish and wow. So now Blizzard enables secret fetishes. So it has oh, the by potential. Oh, more privacy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, husband cheats on wife with secret wow account. <laughs> it it yeah. just has the potential of doing this. And, 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 you know, not to, like I said, it's just how I feel about the crappy journalism that we have in today's society. The other side of the ball for me, is that, no, other side of the coin, the balls are round. Yeah, yeah. They don't have sides. So, no. <laughs> Sorry, using that though. I don't know. <laughs> the deep end of the sand pit. I don't know. What do you, yeah, what do you mean? I think that uh, Blizzard is either using Slack or more likely Discord as an internal. Well, I know part of them use Slack. I know some of the teams use Slack. But I know that a lot of them have to be using Discord because now we're getting the some stuff that feels very Discord esque in our abilities. The new Battle.net uh, app uh, beta version has the ability to create these groups, these nice little chat oh, groups. Okay, yeah. And you can join your chat groups, and and you don't have to be Battle.net friends with everybody in the chat group as long as that person got that chat group invitation. They can now be in a little group. Is this a temporary group that disbands once you log off, or does nope. it stay there? It's permanent. Oh, okay. It's permanent. So now we have groups, and you're going to have chat groups. Now they're going to give voice to those chat. It's it's getting more like, hey, this was a cool idea that they did, that they did in Discord, and it worked right. really well. Uh, in Slack, you could p- drop Slack in there if you wanted to. And I think they're play- trying to play a little bit of catch-up. The problem is too many people are using Slack and Discord yeah. to really care. I mean, yeah, I, I went in there like, oh, this is neat, but it's now it's limited to this ecosystem. And I've already got all these people who are in this little chat group that I'm in in Battle.net are also in my Discord. Why would I? I don't want to carry the conversation on in two places. Yeah. So I'm only carrying this conversation in one place, and the conversation started in Discord, so I'm going to keep the conversation in Discord. Well, when they first came out with the, uh, the Battle.net voice chat, we had similar thoughts because, all right, well, we can voice chat, but as soon as the WoW servers go down, uh, I've I've experienced a few times where all of a sudden I'm booted from a game and booted from the voice chat. Or booted from voice chat because the Battle of the Net authentication servers went down and voice chat stopped, but you were still in game. I hadn't had that happen. I've had that happen. I did have it happen <laughs> where I was booted from both, and I thought, okay, if we are using Discord to be booted from the game, I could say... Hey, I got booted I got from the game. game. Yeah. yeah. Or hey, it's me too. And then you realize the problem's everybody, and you right. go, "Oh well, let's go play Hello Kitty Island." And everybody right. goes plays Hello <laughs> Kitty Island. I get it. I like that. I don't like all my eggs in one basket. Um, I also think, look, let Discord do what Discord is doing. And if Blizzard likes Discord so much, support them. They probably already do, but support yeah. them even more. Also, Discord is connected to your Battle.net app, anyways. So, any, any, well, in no, a way, no, it's a bit. You can tell what game you're playing. It's not connected to your Battle.net. It, it is because if you add a friend on Battle.net, you get a prompt to add them as a friend on Discord. Oh, that's freaky! I didn't know that. If you connect it, it doesn't do it automatically. You have to give permission. I went through and turned all that junk off. Okay. Uh, you you can't tell in Discord what I'm doing. I don't like. I hate that in anything. Don't tell people what I'm doing. If I want them to know what I'm doing, I'll let them know what I'm doing. That's the whole. Tell tell them that you're picking herbs or no, but it tells them people in the auction house. Hey, I don't do that. (laughs) It lets them know what game I'm playing. It does. That's more information than I want to share, so I turn that off. I keep that on, and the reason why is I know some people have Discord on, uh, just kind of in the background on their phone, and they might go, "Okay, what game do I want to play? Don't want to play anything at all." They might check to see who's playing what before deciding what to play. So yeah. keep it on. It doesn't bother me. It's funny because I have the opposite uh, feeling about that. I yeah. look at it and I go, man, it's 11 o'clock in the afternoon. This guy's playing World of Warcraft on a Tuesday? <laughs> no one's playing no, at 11 true. on okay. a Tuesday. Okay, Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, weekday, whatever we did yeah. is. And I go like, oh, how's he doing? Doesn't he have a job? Or, you know, what? You know, so. People work different hours. I know, know I know. But, the, but that one guy always seems to be on. <laughs> Or it's like, you guys still playing Hearthstone? What is going on with this guy? You know, he, So you're judging much, so you are assuming that other people are judging <laughs> yes, you. Yes, absolutely. You're projecting. Yeah, absolutely. I, 100%. Okay. 
But the other day we were trying to, this was actually a couple of weeks ago when, um, uh, on the innkeepers podcast, we were trying to get a hold of another guy and he wasn't answering. And we're like, look, we can see you're playing world of Warcraft. <laughs> we know <laughs> that you're doing something. You need to respond. Oh, sorry guys. You know, I was in, I was raiding or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> We know you're here. We see you're playing well. <laughs> but I don't like that. And that is one of the reasons that I really like the fact that we now have uh, the appear offline mode. I like it as an innkeeper because now when I have a tournament, I can tell all my players, hey, go appear offline. Well, I don't know if it's. Yeah, it's a battle.net thing. Uh, how do they play each other? Yeah, I don't know that. Okay. We'll, okay, we'll have to do a test. Yeah, we'll have to test this to okay. see how that can happen. We'll test that one, but, you know, there's things I like about having the appear offline mode. There's things I like. You know, I really thought I would like the, the Battle of the Net chat app a lot more. I've actually used it twice. One time it was just, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm playing well. I'm out here mining. What are you doing? Oh, I'm using the Battle.net app. I just wanted to test it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Well, I'm going to go back to farming. Okay, have a great day. <laughs> uh, so both of them have been very – the other conversation was very much like that. The other conversation was with uh, Ringmaster Kevin from Darkwind Herald, and it was about the Battle.net chat app. How long have you been in it? How long have you been logged in? Do you ever log out? The conspiracy conspiratorial part of me believes that Blizzard just wants to inflate their logged in hours. <laughs> like, look, people are <laughs> logged in all the time to our servers because you Yeah, that's that's a thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're trying to inflate their numbers so that their next uh, uh, call goes really good with their investors. So it's interesting. When they came out with the Battle.net desk client, I would get in the habit of uh, opening the client uh, pretty much every day, just leaving it open. What I notice is that uh, I do this. Other people do this, too. People don't tend to initiate conversations unless they actually see you in a game. Because it's come to the point where people see you, okay, you're in the Battle.net client. That doesn't mean you're actually available because people leave it open so often. I mean, I might launch it and then walk away, then, you know, go watch TV in another room. I might be playing a different game and not see it. You know, I might actually be, you know, busy with work and just, you know, not really able to chat. So people get used to that, to being in the client doesn't mean you're available. And I think the same thing is going to happen with the app. Yeah, sure, someone is online. They have it running. They have their phone. You could message them. But just because they're appearing online on their phone doesn't mean they're actually available. I mean, when I go to sleep, I don't turn it off. No. So yeah. someone could, yeah, get on at four in the morning and go like, oh, Freckleface is online. Well, no, I'm not. It'll show mobile, but you still could be available, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't know. Um, I've been called out. I don't know if that's the right word or not, but yeah, I guess it is. Uh, by a couple of our friends who, who said, hey, you left yourself logged into Battle.net. And I'm like, so? Yeah. That's uh, kind of weird. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm just like, so? That's my prerogative if I want to leave myself logged in, but you're not playing any games. Yeah, that's true. I'm not yeah. even home. Well, well, why'd you leave yourself logged in? It's like, look, because you log out every day as soon as you're done playing, that doesn't mean I have to log in. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. No, no, those are your... No, they're that's projecting. Your yeah, yeah, they're projecting, not me. Uh, actually, that did get me to log out a couple of times because, well, one of the guys you and I both know, and he it just it got annoying, but he can tend to be that way sometimes, so... It's like he kept asking me for gold or something every time. And I'm like, I'm not oh, yeah. I'm not even logged in, buddy. <laughs> well, you left your online. I'm like. <laughs> okay. Well, you're supporting what I'm saying is that there's a lot of people who are just online constantly. So seeing someone online loses its meaning in a way. Yes. Yeah. I think it's already lost. Yeah. And now it's just going to be further diluted with right. the Battle.net with the chat. app. Chat app. Yeah. yeah. I'm still excited that they came out with it. It'll be cool at BlizzCon. I was about yeah. to say that. Yeah, you read my mind. Yeah. I said it was a good timing right before BlizzCon to get, get a good field test. Get my QR code ready. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be great to trans. You know, you hear these people that you see maybe once a year, and you're like, you always tell yourself, hey, give me your battle.net. You write it down, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to add this as soon as I get back, and then you forget about yeah. it. Or you look at it, and it's just like, you know, like Hot Bunny Foo Foo 1212, and you're like, who the heck is Hot Bunny Foo Foo 1212? Side note, I want to meet that person. Um, but, uh, but then you forget who it is, and you're like, I don't, 
You know, maybe yeah. and maybe you had that really weird interaction with somebody who goes, let me give you my battle tag so you can add me. And you're like, OK, because you want to be nice. And then you don't for, you don't like, well, who was who? So you gotta <laughs> remember to add your notes. Right. And you mean that add a note right down on a piece of paper. Like I'm not going to do it in front of them. Cause right. <laughs> Just adding a note here, buddy. What's a note? Guy with the weird hat. Yeah. <laughs> you might, I'm not going to write that in front of him. <laughs> the problem is the description would be black t-shirt, blue jeans, beard. Okay, good. <laughs> But now you can actually say, hey, just here, you know, QR code it, be done with yeah. it, and it's going to be very fast. I thought we'd use it more at our meetup, uh, but we only have like one or two new people there that, this time. Yeah. So perhaps at BlizzCon we'll use it a whole lot more. I'm looking forward to using it. I, I don't I don't want to say it's too little too late, but it, it's good timing, but I still want more. Yeah, I'm glad they came out with it. I'm just not expecting them to come out with improvements for it. I'm not going to hold my breath. I feel like it's an app. Appetizer. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least the app isn't as bad as your jokes. Mentioned the Innkeepers podcast here recently in the show. And that is another show that I do uh, for Hearthstone Innkeepers. Uh, those folks who put on taverns and uh, have people come play Hearthstone. If you are an innkeeper or wanted to learn more about innkeeping, go check out the Innkeepers podcast. And you can find that show over on Twitch. That's at twitch.tv slash hsinkeepers. And as always, as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. I feel like it's an app appetizer. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm done. <laughs> Killed face. <laughs> oh, Root's proud of himself on that one. I'm just, I'm still like dazed over here from the badness of that. <laughs> <laughs>